I literally wear every single hat as all the entrepreneurs do. I'm the founder. I'm the delivery gal. I'm the customer service. I am the marketing manager. You know, I'm the our sales. I mean, I yeah, but but at the end of the day, I wanted to grow, right? And I need talented people. And for me, I told my team, you know, I want you guys to be proud of what you do here、mm-hmm. because we're not sales, we're consultants. We're、yeah. helping people to really understand the plant and also help them to get to their better place. Welcome to the Kaya Cast podcast, presented by Kaya Push, the cannabis software making people management easy. The Kaya Cast is all about helping cannabis retailers launch, grow, and scale their business. I'm your host Tom Mulhern, and I want to invite you to join us each week for conversations with thought leaders in the cannabis industry about their experience and expertise of working in the cannabis. One of the best things about going to conferences and conventions like MJ BizCon is meeting amazing people, running into complete strangers who become fast friends. And when I was at MJ BizCon, I met an amazing entrepreneur named Weiwei Felman, and she is from Fargo, North Dakota, and she has a CBD company called Coda Botanics. And I met Weiwei when we were just. Waiting outside of the podcast recording area, and I started talking to her, and she had an amazing story. And I said, "Stop! We're going to go in the studio. We're going to record. I want to share your experience of launching a CBD business in such a difficult area as Fargo." And so, this is my conversation. I had no preparation for this. I just jumped in and dr- just went wherever Weiwei led me, and you know we had a fantastic conversation. So let's jump right into the show. My conversation with Weiwei Felman from Coda Botanics. My name is Weiwei Thalman. I was born and raised in China. I moved to Fargo from Beijing, Fargo, North Dakota, from Beijing in 2009 because I met my husband in Beijing in 2004. We both worked there. He's from Fargo. We were introduced by a. Canadian gentleman who's my dear friend. So that's how I landed in Fargo in 2019. I launched my own hemp CBD business called Coda Botanics because I was suffering PTSD, high anxiety. I just needed some relief, and then CBD just start bubbling in the news as it's anti-anxiety, anti-PTSD. So started、uh, initially doing some research. And bought my first product, used it, loved it, and then I realized in our community more people need that、mm-hmm. help. So I started brick and mortar in Fargo right before pandemic happened. And now not only we survive the pandemic, we also thriving. Just open our second location in Minneapolis area. Okay. We are the largest premium hemp CBD distributor or retailer and wholesaler in the West. We carry 15 brands, 148 different types of products. So we're pretty big. Now, being in North Dakota,、yes. you guys just had those votes, the midterm elections. I know. I was like, come on, North Dakota,、you、we、were? got this. Oh my gosh. I well, I'm from, nobody... Can- I'm from Canada. Right, so like,、yes. I was like, you're basically Canada. So how did it feel <laughs> being a retailer in North Dakota,、yes. knowing that the state said no? I'm all for it. You know, for me, cannabis, Is medicine just yeah, like CBD? Right? Sure. We have a lot of users, customers, our senior citizens. They're just so struggling with pain. You know, a lot of issues. So 
this isn't really a plant medicine for me. I said we should vote for that. But then I did tell them like it'll be a miracle if that if the state really passed it. However, I can tell you is this time we had more people, more voters actually said yes、mm. than the last time we tried. So hopefully. This time, I think forty-five percent said yeah, said yay. So hopefully, next term we'll have like fifty-five, fifty-five percent say yay, or even fifty-one percent. That'd be great. So, for me, I don't see cannabis as a threat because、yeah. I do believe there are a lot of people use CBD. They're not a cannabis user. They don't want to get euphoria, the high, but they just wanted the relief for helping them managing stress. Promoting sleep and just、mm-hmm. overall, you know, holistic health. I think whoever is a CBD user, they will continue to be a CBD user. So、yeah. we're we're really not competing with cannabis. No, you know, we're part of cannabis, and we will always have a market for it, have a demand for it. So that's why for us, like, we don't call us a dispensary. We are really a CBD lifestyle boutique. Okay. If you look at us online, we have beautiful stores. That's how I, when I initially started it, because I wanted to create very welcoming environment, comfortable for customers to come in to shop. Our a lot of our customers are senior citizens. Okay, they don't like to be seen. Go to a CBD like a, a vape shop or cigarette store to buy CBD. Which why we created that environment very. Warm for them, and really spend a lot of time educating them.、Yeah. It's a lifestyle. I'm interested, you know, coming from an Asian culture. Yes. I, so I work for a company, Kaya Push, and、oh. our company is owned like started by three friends, three、sure. high school friends in yeah. Vancouver. Yeah. Um, that are all have Asian heritage, and、sure. I know that there's a huge stigma. In the Asian community, absolutely, and there's a huge need for Asian-owned businesses.、Yes. Like looking at some of the social equity stuff, you know, obviously there's a, a large percentage of white-owned businesses, and then、mm-hmm. we black and brown-owned businesses. But、mm-hmm. Asian community actually is two percent of cannabis-owned businesses are、mm-hmm. Asian heritage. So,、yes. how have you kind of worked to overcome that stigma? Great question. Right now, because where I am, it, we are our population is really dominated by Caucasian, so、mm. that's my reality. So right now, where our main focus is to servicing those clients, but we do have growing Asian population in our area in、okay. Midwest, North Dakota, Minnesota. So my plans next year is to first of all. Start educating part in the Chinese community、yeah. because I'm bilingual, so I can explain to them what is this, how does it work for us by hosting some events, inviting them over, and educating them in our native language to put it easier for them to understand. And also, we do have plans to translate our e-commerce site to have a, to add the separate site to you know in Chinese language. So that they can read that and really understand what this is about. It is a long process. It's not going to be overnight. Everybody is like, "Oh yeah, now we're happy," you know, to support a CBD business.、Yeah. It is stigmatized deeply. I have to do a lot of education, put myself out there, and just really let them understand it is a plant-based medicine. You know, you don't have to be scared. It's <laughs> legal. You're not going to be arrested. And I also, I'm actually partnering with. Asian Cannabis Roundtable, which is a nonprofit organization、oh, based、cool. in New York City, we are planning to form that association to really, hopefully, get more attention from our Asian economy, like a business community, and with that support, you know, we. As Asian, we're not only just own restaurants, right? We own dispensaries. We also own CBD business in Fargo, which is 
Yeah, it's fascinating to see that transition. So how did you grow that business from that idea? Like, you know, in such a place as Fargo, North Dakota? Yes, yes. So initially... I know exactly what my vision was based on my shopping experience with other CBD business mm-hmm. in town. So I know absolutely I need to have a brick and mortar. And my husband was very against it because he thought it, the overhead cost was way, way too much. He was like, you should just do online. But for me, I was like, as a CBD consumer or buyer, I need to go see it. Yeah. I need to go talk to the people who work at the store. So help me find the right product that will work for me. And on top of that, I need to sample the product. I cannot go to somewhere trying to buy an oil tincture and you tell me, oh, it tastes like passion fruit or passion flower. I don't know what it tastes yeah. like. That's what we have been very proud of is we pulled out samples for every product. So if you want to try the oil tinctures, you can try a little bit, try gummies, try beauty products, even just, you know, everything. If you want to try, you try it. And on top of that, we also launched our e-commerce site at the oh, same okay. time, which turned out is a great strategy because we opened our shop in December 2019. Pandemic hit. And literally, there's no cars driving yeah. on the business street where we are at. But people were able to order online. So I literally started picking up orders and go do delivery. That's just a really right strategy we put in place. Because I didn't know there would be a pandemic. Yeah. But I just want to be, I wanted to ease the, you know, give the convenience to our customers. If they've already shopped with us, they just want to order online and then they can come pick up, pick it up in our store. But because of pandemic, so we're just like, don't worry, we'll deliver to you for free. So I did a lot of delivery <laughs> during that time. How did you manage all that? Like from delivery to e-commerce, like what did you use to do that? Did you just kind of put together pieces? You know, you learn from your every step you took, right? Yeah. We're a small business. We don't have a lot of marketing budget or operational budget. So you really just start from the very basic, have an e-commerce shop, work with the payment processor. And then, you know, I literally wear every single hat as all the entrepreneurs do. I'm the founder, I'm the delivery gal, I'm the customer service, I am the marketing manager, you know, I'm the, our sales I mean, I, yeah, but, but down the road, we start, we just hire three more people to our okay. team now. So, which I'm super proud of. At the end of the day, I wanted to grow, right? And I need talented people. And for me, I told my team, you know, I want you guys to be proud of what you do here mm-hmm. because we're not sales. We're consultants. We're yeah. helping people to really understand the plant and also help them to get to their better place. So Coda, Coda Botanics, that's my business name. Coda is not an English word. But in Japanese, it means longevity and happiness, Mm. which is what I fully believe that with the help of the cannabis or hemp, you know, people will be live get more happiness because when you struggle with anxiety or pain, you cannot relax. You know, your life quality is just not right there. So I do believe there is a way. This is just one of the way for people to get relief, right? You still got to see your mental health counselor if you need to. It's just this an extra tool for you to feel better every day so that's what we are very proud of you know provide really great products huge selection of products and also the top-notch services to our customers that's why when you look at online we get most five-star review oh that's so cool and i'm so like inspired by you as like strong woman entrepreneur (laughs) like you know, I say you go for it. I, Thank I, you, Tom. I love that. I love hearing your story. Thank you. Now, what have you found as a big roadblock that you found a way to kind of overcome? 
Wow, that's a such a great question because <laughs> I literally yesterday I met so many women founders and in this business we all share the same level of pain. Yeah, you know you're facing different regulation, different levels of regulations from the federal government to、uh, state government, city government. On top of that, you cannot、uh, banking issues, which for us is easier than cannabis because we do hemp. But still, you know you you are working walking on the thin ice. You know you have to really behave yourself. Not to make any claims on any sort of platform, and I mean, it's just because it's such a stigmatized area. The stigma really put this industry in a lot of facing a lot of challenges. Yeah, you know, when we go out, try to network with people. The second you brought us, I'm a hemp business or CBD business. You immediately can tell their faces go, okay, you know, should、yeah. I continue the conversation with you or not? You know, that's why.、Yeah. For me, I think I treat it as an opportunity.、Mm-hmm. If you don't know about CBD, oh, let me talk to you about it because、yeah. I know everything about it. And then after a conversation, they felt like, oh wow, that's actually very interesting. Let's、yeah. have more talks. You know, of course, for us small business, we always struggle with, but in just really, you have to have the tenacity、mm-hmm. and patience and just really stay positive because. We we do have frustrating moments. I'm not gonna lie. It's not every day is gla- glamorous, you know. But when that happened, I always remember my why. Why did I start? Why did I start this business? Is because I wanted to help people. I helped myself with the CBD, and I saw the help that our customers got from that. So that's just so rewarding. No matter how challenging we're facing, I know I'm helping people, and I know they trust me helping them. It's so interesting that you've built this company、mm-hmm. out of. You know nothing,、yes. and you now have a business that's helping、yeah. you with your, you know, your family. Yes, provide an income. Yeah, you're also providing jobs. You're providing education to the、yes. people of Fargo, North Dakota. Yes, obviously they still need a lot of education, normalization, and all of that. And I、yeah. think that's what's going to change, shift that paradigm. I, I do believe that you know in this business, whether you're hemp or you're cannabis, we are all in this together. That's why I feel like so empowered when I come to event like this. Meet similar-minded people like yourself and other lady founders, and they just really know we're in this together. Get rid of the stigma of the bio cannabis or hemp, and really provide a better life quality to people. It's nothing evil about that, and we should not be we should not fear to talk about it. Because I think the most frustrating thing is like you you fear what you don't know. Exactly.、Right? That that was like the phrase <laughs> that was just in my head is that that fear comes from. Not under, not knowing, not understanding,、mm-hmm. and I know I have people in my family who don't understand what I do, and you probably as well. Oh yeah, have family. That's my like- father-in-law, who's a retired dentist in Fargo, so he's very well connected. You、yeah. know, when I first brought this idea to my family and say, "Hey, I'm starting a CBD business," I remember the first thing he said to me: "Not congratulations, I'm so proud of you, but." Is that legal? Are you <laughs> what are you doing? doing with yeah, your like、life? what are you what are you thinking? I would not ruin your reputation. This、yeah. is totally legal. So I had to explain to him, but now he's transitioned into my one of my biggest advocates because、oh, so、he、good. suffered strokes six years ago, and he I gave him a CBD gummy, and then he felt the difference and started. Using tinctures, topicals, and he told told all of his friends to come to see me. <laughs> yeah. So that's really really nice of him doing that. I think that's what changes people's minds is、yes. when they experience something, when they experience that the benefits of CBD or、mm-hmm. cannabis or、yes. THC, it removes that fear. So 
I think what you're doing is so important. Thank you. You know, you've been through the process. Yes. What advice would you give to someone that's like, okay, maybe I want to start a business similar to what you've done? I would say number one advice I would give to folks out there who want to start your own business is understand who your customers are. I mean, yes, we want to sell CBD to everybody, right? But you have to have a very strong supportive group for you. Yeah. For us, our primary clients are senior citizens. And then moms like myself in their late 30s dealing with a lot of stress. So those are our customers. For us, we know senior citizens love to shop in person. Yeah. So that's why we started the brick and mortar and also provide the e-commerce just to give them another platform to shop with. But definitely understand your clientele first. Yeah, it's sure. all about the connection. A lot of people's, you know, media, including they were saying retail is dying. I disagree. I truly believe that retail has become so specific. You know, if you are in a niche business like this, people, the retail is going to be there. There is only so much you can do through online business. But when you have a brick and mortar representation, that's your reputation. Whatever you're saying out there, you're selling out there, it's you. So, you know, people will trust you and they will always come back to you and bring their friends, bring their families to see you. So that's what we're seeing. That's why I'm so glad that I went against my husband's advice, just open a brick and mortar. Yeah. So. so how can people find out about you? Like maybe they're sitting in Fargo, North Dakota looking oh, for CBD yes. or, or people that are inspired and they're yep. like, hey, this is a boss lady. I got to support what she's doing. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so we have, um, they people can find us online, codabotanics.com, or they can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, just search Coda Botanics. And also they can email us at info at codabotanics.com if yeah. they wanted to have a further conversation. Happy to help whatever I can just to, you know, keep the industry revolution going That's keep marching right. well thank you so much for jumping in here this yes. was we're like out right side let's chat <laughs> thank so, you for letting me grabbing you you're yeah. just like who is this lady <laughs> oh no it's so good it was so great to meet you and hear thank your you. story and thank you yeah i'd encourage everyone to go check out coda botanics thank you and Tom. we'll have links in the bio so yes. people can connect with you absolutely thank All you right, so much thanks. you know to think of the struggle that uh, Weiwei has gone through to launch the store is really compelling. Moving from China and overcoming some of those stigmas around cannabis and to be where she now has this amazing in-store experience for her customers that are walking in. And she's trying to normalize the shopping experience, especially for some of her elderly customers. That was a huge encouragement to me as I think through, you know, the design and the experience that customers are having when they walk into a dispensary. You need to reflect the customers that are walking in. Your brand, your your feel of your store needs to reflect who's coming there and who's shopping and and make it normal for them to walk in. And so again, I want to thank Weiwei and the crew over at Coda Botanics, make sure you check out their website. And if you live in Fargo, North Dakota, then you got to go over and check out her store or you can shop online if you live in the area. Speaking of online, make sure you go and head over to kayacast.fm to check out episodes of the show, you know, to check out uh, what's happening and where we're headed in 2023. We've got some amazing 
amazing interviews coming out in the new year. And I cannot wait to release some of the conversations that I've had with cannabis influencers, cannabis business owners. And, you know, it's been an amazing few months that we've been doing the podcast here, but I'm so excited for what's coming next. If you have a chance, also go and leave a review for the podcast because that really helps us know what we're doing right, where we need to pivot. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to share these stories every single week. Thanks for listening to the KayaCast podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app or visit our website at kayacast.fm to learn more about our guests and to access the full archive of episodes of the show. We can't wait to share more stories with you each week of cannabis retailers launching, growing, and scaling their business. Thank you.